out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance, and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. opportunity to celebrate. But do you know how to have fun and be safe? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juan, and today our show is all about celebrating safely. And I'm Claire Durant. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be the Star You Are charity. Are you being safe when you are driving, dating, and partying? Do you share your drinks or leave them on the table when you go to dance? If so, you may be inviting major trouble. Besides hosting with me today, Claire is launching her new reporting segment, The Big Picture, which today deals with the possible implementation of new legislature that would change the way publicly funded universities in California would view reported cases of sexual assaults on college campuses. So I'm so glad you're sharing all this with us today, Claire, because this is such an important issue. Absolutely. And I just hope to provide some insight on what's being changed to universe, potentially being changed in universities in California. Recently, a bill has passed the California State Legislature and is on its way to the Assembly that would give colleges legal grounds to adequately address and handle reports of sexual assaults on college campuses. The bill, SB 967, that is being proposed applies to publicly funded Californian universities and aims to decrease the chances of victims of sexual assault from being ignored by college administrations due to the lack of evidence regarding whether or not the sex was consensual. The proposed bill would make it so that if two parties want to have sex, then they both must have made an affirmed consent. The bill, SB 967, defines the affirmed consent as an unambiguous and conscious decision by each participant to engage in a mutually agreed-upon sexual activity. This means that it would be the responsibility of the persons involved in, in having sex get consent from the other party. The bill aims to make it clear that silence does not mean consent. Without this law in place, it is feared that college administrations can continue to turn a blind eye to the issue of all forms of sexual assaults on public college campuses in California. The bill attempts to set standards for what is considered rape by making it so that if there isn't a firm consent from both parties, then the sex is considered a rape. Critics argue that the bill establishes a paradigm that without an affirmed consent, then in the eyes of the college administration, you are a rapist. This is arguably problematic because how two individuals choose to establish their mutual consent can be difficult to prove if later questioned. For example, if one party denies having given consent for sex and the other maintains they both agreed to have sex, how can this be proven? The bill aims to make it the responsibility of the students to ensure that they gain consent from their potential sexual partner, not only for ethical reasons, but also for personal protection from the law. Therefore, if this law were to be in place, it would be advisable for consent to be given in such a way that if for some reason the integrity of the consent were to be questioned, the accused could adequately defend his or her evidence of proof. Should consent be in writing? Should there be a witness of this consent? And does does intoxication negate consent? 
The law equally protects both parties by establishing that unless clearly given consent, accusation for forcible rape or sexual assault is possible. It is therefore the responsibility of the individuals involved to protect him or herself from potentially being accused of sexual assault by receiving consent in a way that can hold up in a court of law. Without substantial evidence, SB 967 does not protect the accuser from the accused or vice versa. However, the bill does effectively target defining what is considered ground for accusation of sexual assault, which is in any sexual activity that happens without mutual confirmed consent. This makes the student responsible for ensuring consent before taking part in any sexual activity that could be considered unconsensual. Although the bill does not address the issues about how the nature of affirmed consent can be verified, it does set the stage for how college campuses and its students think about sexual assault. Yeah, I recently read a Time article about the problem of rape on college campuses and how it's a really hazy issue in colleges since it's very hard to know whether there was consent and not consent. And so are most of the cases ignored by college campuses? I think one of the main issues is that the college administration does not know how to handle the issue of rape because there, or sexual assaults in general because there just isn't a uh, universal understanding on campus of what is considered to be sexual assault or rape without having a confirmed consent, as this bill puts forward. And do you think there should also be counseling or other health services to go along with um, the new bill? Absolutely. I think the bill does does a good job of setting a standard. However, I think that counseling services should put be put a out on school campuses so students feel like they're heard rather than searching through other means to find comfort if the school is not listening to them. And if this bill were to pass, what would change from the status quo with regards to student reporting on campus rape? What it would make, it would make it so that it's the responsibility of the two parties involved in any sexual activity gain consent. That means that it an argument made by one student saying, well, they didn't say no, negated yeah. easily because it wouldn't, it would, it would not uphold because that's just not a part of the rule, the law in the school. Yeah. And given that the bill does not address the specific issues about how affirmed consent can be verified, does the bill protect the accused more than the victim accusing? Well, this is, this is one of the big issues. And I think that if the bill were to pass, I think what would be missing would be how this affirmed consent could actually be verified. And if it's not something that's in writing, then I don't think it can really protect either party. Yeah. And since this doesn't seem to be much of a bipartisan issue, do you think it has a likelihood of passing? I do. However, those who uh, oppose it not only see issues with how this affirmed consent can be verified, but also see it as a problem where the government's now in your bedroom and how far is that going yeah. to, to create laws mm -hmm. there. And will this bill make it so that college campuses can address reports of sexual assault without the fear of ruining their public image? I know there was a report recently that listed a lot of big school Ivy Leagues and other big public research universities where sexual assault was happening. Can research and other institutes be sure that this won't ruin their image? I think that... Um big reason why college campuses choose to turn a blind eye is because they do not want their image to be smeared um, by having students claiming that other students are attacking each <laughs> other. Um, however, I think that if if brought to light and not seen as um, seen as something that could basically ruin your public image, but rather enhance it by addressing these issues and taking them um, head on instead of just ignoring them could actually boost the college's uh, public image. Yeah, I'm going to a really small girls college in the fall and I'm so fortunate to be going there. And since it is an all girls school, I feel like there's a lot more emphasis on um, safety and what's uh, appropriate to do and who to call if you're in danger. Do you think that this bill will be a good bill for both genders or 
putting more emphasis on females. I think sometimes boys are ignored in the issue of sexual assault. However, girls and boys both report um, sexual assaults. And this bill makes it so that it's a responsibility of the individual to protect themselves um, against being accused or being um, a victim of sexual assault. So essentially, both boys and girls can be protected by the law, but it's really up to them individually to ensure uh, that, that they are being consensual or not. That sounds like something kind of reasonable, in my opinion. But if you had to vote on this bill, would you also um, vote for it or against it? If I were to think that if I were to take on this bill, I would advise somebody in this situation uh, to receive written consent in order to protect themselves from the law. and potentially encountering a situation in which somebody denies having given consent. And how do you think um, alcohol or um, other substances can play a role in consent? I know a lot of times people don't make good decisions under other influences. Absolutely. And this is one of the issues that the bill does not address. So I think it's important for for those for the parties involved to really think about whether or not they want to put themselves in those situations because essentially in the end it is up to the individual's own decision um, of whether or not they want to have uh, any sexual activity while intoxicated and it's really up to the courts whether or not this would be seen as consent or not if under influence yeah, this is such a hazy issue, and it doesn't seem like there's an easy solution to it. Uh, what is one way that everyone, an easy way that everyone can do to be safe? I think most importantly, before uh, going into a situation where you could potentially be under the influence or be in a place of danger, you decide how you want to act and how you want to behave before you're put into a situation where you will be under peer pressure, et cetera. So it's just a matter of keeping ahead about you when you go into a situation that you can't control all the other variables trying to influence your behavior. Well, thank you so much, Claire, for this front page news break. And it's so important that we are all aware of these issues and what's going on legally. The Big Picture will be a terrific ongoing segment for everyone interested in news and interested in the issues that we must talk about. I'm looking forward to more of what you have to say in the future. For now, I'm Young Juon. During the break, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Claire Durant. Also be sure to check us out on Tumblr at www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment when we'll be interviewing award-winning author, producer, director, Yasmin Shiraz. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. to express yourself on Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Claire Durant. And I'm Young Juwan. Today we are dealing with an important topic for young people on how to have fun and celebrate while being safe. We have an incredible guest today, Yasmin Shiraz, an Amazon number one best-selling author and an award-winning screenwriter. Yasmin is a writer, director, and producer of books, films, and web series that explore serious social issues revolving around youth and gang violence, self-esteem, drug abuse, sexual abuse, teen suicide, LGBT discrimination, and much more. Yasmin Shiraz writes adult and young adult fiction and is the author of eight books, including the Amazon number one bestseller exclusive, the American Library Association Top 10 Quick Pick, Retaliation, and the critically acclaimed Blueprint for My Girl series. Her newest book is Accused, which deals with the increasing prevalent issue of date rape. Welcome, Yasmin, to Express Yourself. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to talk to you on such important issues for our generation and youth. And so your newest book, Accused, follows the lives of a group of freshmen in college and a serial date rapist. The news is filled with problems on college campuses around the country with many universities redefining what rape is. Can you tell us the background for accused? Well, um, I'm always reading um, things that are going on, whether it's, you know, reading the newspaper, going online and, you know, seeing what's on um, popular sites and so forth. And uh, as a writer, sort of, I think because I read so much, some of these seeds are, you know, just planted in my head. Uh, and, you know, an idea will come to write a story. And I had written Retaliation, which is sort of the first book in the Retaliation series. And um, fans were emailing me saying, hey, you need to write another book. And so I try not to force the writing process and let it, you know, come to me. And so one day, you know, I'm sort of in my office and, you know, I sort of hear this voice that says this kid is being accused of something, but he didn't do it. And so I'm like, well, what is he being accused of? And I began to sort of just jot down ideas that were free flowing. And the the story sort of came to life in that way um, where, you know, one student was being accused of something that he didn't do. But the, the real person who was doing it was sort of getting away with it. And that's how the idea for accused came to life. Yeah, that sounds like such a powerful topic about. Um, and something really important that we all need to know about. And you are empowering women to be confident, self-assured, and safe. In Accused, the female protagonist from Retaliation has become not only a survivor, but a warrior. Why is it so important for all of us, females especially, particularly not to become victims? Well, you know, it, you know, I don't want, I don't like to sound preachy, you know, in my books, but in retaliation to Shira, you know, she had been brutally attacked. Like in the first two pages of the book, she had been beat up by these girls and she didn't know why they had jumped her. 
And when she went to college, um, she really turned the page in her life. She really wanted to start over and begin a new chapter and doing something new. And one of the things, you know, I meet victims, people, you know, bad things that have happened to people all across the world in the U.S. And I'm always empowered by people who, who are able to start that chapter over. And so when I wrote to Shara's character and her story in this book, it was so important for her to be someone who was not limited by a bad experience that happened to her and that she could still find compassion for other people and love for other people. And I think that, you know, there are folks out there who, um, who are victims of various circumstances and they allow the pain and the hurt to sort of eat them up inside. Um, and, you know, that's just such a, you know, a hurting thing. And so I wanted to write a character that could grow from their experiences and then begin to help others. Because I find that when you've gone through something, you're the person who can who can connect to another person who has gone through something. So I think that's what Tashira represents to me. Absolutely. So when it comes to when it comes to your your web series about suicide prevention, you're really drawn to encouraging and helping teens. Would you tell us a little bit more about your web series? Well, yeah, um, my web series sources uh, just won an award in, at the L.A. Web Fest. Um, it's really um, an awesome, awesome, um, you know, endeavor. What happened with it is that um, in in, acute, in retaliation, I mean, I had a young uh, teen who had been involved in this brutal attack of Tashira. And as the police were sort of closing in, and I don't want to tell the story to the people who haven't read it, but I've written about, you know, a teen, you know, taking their life. And so for me, I don't ever, you know, write my stories and take these characters lightly. And so I began to uh, reach out to people and, and, you know, social organizations that work on teen suicide. And I asked if there was any way that I could help or partner with them in any way. And uh, the D.C. Department of Mental Health said, hey, you know, we have a grant uh, that we're doing and we love to partner with you and, and work with you. And so I actually uh, started working with middle school students as well as high school students on this series, Sources. And I was so surprised that my middle school students that I were talking, that I talked to, and I'm talking about sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade, had already, quote unquote, talked their friends off the ledge. I mean, you had friends who were cutting, who were in middle school, friends who had gotten a hold of pills and things like that. And I met some just, you know, inspiring young people who shared um, in the Sources web series how they talked, you know, a friend out of uh, committing suicide. And so, um, you know, whenever, you know, all my work starts with my writing, but after I write a fictionalized sort of story, I will then go into the community and say, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I've created a book about this or I created a character about this. Uh, is there any way that as an activist, I can help you some kind of way? And that's how Sources, um, you know, came to be. And so it's online, but I'll go into schools and we'll do screening of sources. We'll have questions where people have a Q&A. And, you know, D.C., where I'm actually, I, I live in D.C., and then I also uh, have a space in, um, in L.A., so I'm back and forth. But um, D.C. has the highest teen suicide attempt rate in the nation. They don't succeed it, succeed in all of their attempts, but they attempt more than, um, you know, any other area in the U.S. And so that, you know, me being here, um, really spoke to me to try to help some of the young people. And um, um, I tried to, you know, take some of those stories and then share them with the community so that we can empower and educate as many people as we can. That sounds like such a powerful mission and such a powerful way to reach out to the community. And congratulations for that web award that you won most deservedly. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, you know, you have to, in, out in web world, you know, you have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So it's really interesting. 
And what have the major triggers or issues been that are promoting kids to try to attempt to take their lives? It's a lot of frustration. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm a sociologist by trade. Um, and so as a sociologist and then filmmaker, I'm always going to my training of, you know, studying society and culture. But one thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that when parents are stressed, that stress trickles down. So, you know, over the last several years, you know, we've heard so much about the economy and the economy economy. A lot of kids or a lot of children or students, young people who parents are stressing, those those young people are stressing as well. And so a lot of, I just had a, a, a young lady um, and she was in my teen suicide prevention film, The Difference. Um, she uh, was someone who literally felt like, you know, so much was going on at home. You know, she couldn't talk to her mom. She didn't have any privacy. She couldn't talk with her dad. And she always felt that she was on the brink of exploding. And she goes to school and she tries to talk to the guidance counselor. They have a personality conflict. So she literally felt like she had nowhere to go. So a lot of times when I'm when I'm meeting um, young people who have been depressed or feel you know like have thought about suicide, it is a lot of stress that is either coming from home or coming from school, and they feel like they don't have anyone to talk to. And so that's why when people say, oh, I've read your book, will you come to my school? I try to make it happen, even if it's just for that program to give someone uh, that type of hope. Because what I am hearing is that I'm frustrated, I'm hurt, I have a problem, I need a solution, but I don't have someone that I feel that I can trust, that I can talk to. Yeah, that absolutely sounds like one of the reasons why suicide is happening at such an alarming rate, even in such young children. It seems that today, a lot of our frustrations and maybe our lack of communication due to technology is reaching all sorts of different uh, different outcomes. But thank you, Yasmin, for this helpful information helping young people live safely. And check out yasminshiraz.net. That is Y-A-S-M-I-N-S-H-I-R-A-S.net to get our books and her film. I'm Young Juan. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Claire Durant. Also be sure to check us out on Tumblr at bethestarur.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment when we'll be continuing our conversation with author, producer, director, Yasmin Shiraz. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. A Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Youngju On, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is Celebrating Safely. And I'm Claire Durant, and through September 15th, Be the Star You Are has partnered with CoffeeThatGivesBack.org. 25% of every purchase you make of coffee, tea, and other items at www.CoffeeThatGivesBack.org will support our charity. Check it out and enjoy your daily Java Jolt. If you want to stay on your game this summer, prevent summer learning loss, and get some fun reading in while getting community service credits, become a member of the Be The Star You Are book review team. You read books of your choice, write a review, and get published. That's pretty cool. Email us at info at for guidelines. Why not get some credit for summer pleasure reading? Yasmin Shiraz loves sharing, teach me, teaching, communicating, and mentoring with people throughout the world. She enjoys sharing writing, sharing writing tips, life strategies, entrepreneur tips, and helping others through her films and web series. She is the writer director of Can She Be Saved, a documentary, a documentary writer director producer of the web series Every Corner, and writer director producer of Sources a teen suicide prevention web series. Her website, yasminshiraz.net. Thanks for staying with us, Yasmin. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. So you grew up on the East Coast and have worked on the West Coast, and currently you're working in Washington, D.C. Can you tell us about some of your recent projects? Um, well, as a writer, you get to move around, um, and if you're lucky, you get to write in different locales, and so um, I just take that, you know, take that as, as much as I can and enjoy it. Um, with writing my latest book, Accused, um, I was able to, you know, be in D.C., uh, and write that. I like, you know, the research that's, that's available in D.C. But while I was here, I also was producing a show um, on the DIY network called I Want That. And so I was casting, uh, producing that show, um, you know, and that was shooting right in the D.C. area. Uh, and so, and, and then producing sources with the D.C. Uh, Department of Mental Health. And so I have ties doing some, uh, uh, doing some things in this area. Um, I also recently shot and was a script supervisor for a short film, a coming-of-age movie called Charlotte, uh, actually in Baltimore. So I stay very busy moving around, writing, directing, and doing a, a lot of creative, uh, a lot of creative type of projects. And so if we're talking about date rape, the news is filled with shopping, shocking epidemic that is hitting college campuses. UC Berkeley, which is really close to where I live, has had an especially high number of date rapes using date rape drugs. Most people know about roofies, but are there other drugs that are prevalent that we should watch out for? Oh, absolutely. And in fact, in the back of Accused, um, one thing that I do with, with my books that take on um, social issues is I list like helpful information. I list like all, a lot of different names of different types of drugs and so forth. Um, and, and more important than the names, which, you know, change because people will call them different things, is how they make you feel and how quickly you need to react. But in the back of accused, you know, I, I, you know, I have a listing of who do you call, what happens after, you know, if you feel that something that you that someone has put something in your drink, how do you react? You know, do you go to the the emergency room? Do you take a shower first, and that sort of thing? So there are plenty of of drugs, and I mean, they're just so numerous in terms of naming them. But the the key that people should know more than the name is what do you do if if something like that 
that happen to you. And so people need to know that you don't wait to get home and go home first and take a shower and think about, well, you know, well, who did that to me? The first thing you do, you go straight to the emergency room because it leaves your system so quickly. That's the thing that is more important than whatever people are calling it. Go to the emergency room first. Get someone next to you who they, who's okay to drive you to the emergency room. That is the thing with accused that we have to, and since we're talking about safety, that people have to know you don't go home to shower. You don't go home to sleep it off because if you do, the drug will be out of your system. So in the back of the queues, we do have a bunch of names of, of different drugs. But the first thing, the most important thing that we need people to know is if you feel that someone has drugged you, go to the hospital. So are these drugs then traceable when you go to the hospital if you're not, if you're going to, if you follow all the advice that you lay out? If you go fast enough. I mean, that was, you know, I do research when I came up with this idea to write about uh, the date rape um, drug and so forth and, and put it in a book. I did a lot of research. And the thing that just scares me is, is that people don't know that it could go in your system at 12 midnight and be out of your system by 6 a.m. So, so the message that I want to get out is that if you think that you've been drugged, go directly to the, you know, the hospital because they can then test your blood, test your urine or what have you, and they will know what, you know, what you have been uh, drugged with. But if you wait too long, all the traces are out of your system. Therefore, the evidence is gone. And that's something that people, you know, in, in the book, um, when I was writing it and I was going, well, gosh, if it leaves your system so quickly, how do we catch the bad guy? Because right. even though, you know, you're writing this story and you want, you know, you want it to be real. But the sad part about this date rape piece is that if you don't go to the hospital, if you're not tested, if you don't have someone who is like, you know, that designated driver who's paying attention to what's going on, who knows who you were sitting with, or who knows who you were talking to, you will not have any recollection of what has happened to you. And that to me in this day and age is just frightening. It's definitely so frightening when I hear stories about what happens and other stories about the horror of people just waking up and not remembering anything. And are the police helpful for young people to go to or are people more likely to be scared and, um, just too frightened to go to the police. Well, again, that's one of the um, reasons to write the book, to let people know that they're there, the, the police are there, the, the hospital technicians and so forth. Everyone is there to help you. You don't have to feel bad about, oh, I had a drink and then someone drugged me, so it's my fault. It is not your fault that someone put something in your drink. And so the message that has to get out is that you go and the people that are there are there to help you. They're not there to judge you. They're not there to condemn you or anything like that. They are there to help you. And so we do have victims who feel guilty. Oh, I shouldn't have drank that. Oh, I should have paid. Oh, I should have. They have all these I should have. But the reality is they did not ask for someone to put something in their drink. So you have to let that guilt and you have to let that shame go. And you just have to go to the hospital and know that the police and the doctors and the nurses and so forth, they are there to help you, not judge you. And when it comes in your book, you have the celebrity on campus basically was the one who was actually the rapist. How do we go about raising awareness on college campuses about the actual college administration protecting these campus celebrities for the sake of the university's reputation? Well, I mean, it's really difficult. I mean, but like in my book, um, where we had this stop organization, um, there is other organizations on college campuses throughout the U.S. that are, you know, actively looking at date rape and actively, you know, looking at sexual assault prevention. The point in the book was to, to paint this character as a, any guy, someone who was attractive, someone who was charismatic, someone who you wouldn't think 
think would be the rapist. And that's in fact who that person was. So I'm hoping that the people who read this book will say, oh, wait, I can't assume that because this person is a celebrity that they're not the bad guy because they most certainly can be the bad guy. And as far as these universities and these presidents and so folks and so forth, covering these issues, what I would say to that is the federal government is getting involved. Um, the task force that's been formed under President Obama, they are creating some heat for these colleges and universities to investigate these these um, date rapes and to do more than they've been doing. So I believe we're not there, but we are definitely pointing in the right direction. Well, thank you so much, Jasmine. And thank you for writing and producing information for young people to protect themselves. We wish you all success, all the success, and we'll be watching for your films and books. Visit Yasmin's website to find out more at www.yasminshiraz.net. Yasmin has been a guest on our other radio program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, several times. Make sure to listen to her interviews at www.starstyleradio.com. This is Express Yourself. Visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And I'm Young Juan. Make sure to watch our videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Express Yourself is brought to you by the Be the Star You Are Positive Media and Literacy Charity. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Stay right here with us. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Claire Durant, and we are talking about how to celebrate safely at parties, at school, and anywhere. I'm Young Juwan. Our healthy reporter, Nicole Eubanks, is in Florida, and in her segment today, she wants to tell us about the negative effects that abusing drugs and alcohol can have on our bodies and minds and safety. Hi, Nicole. Hey, guys. So, as we all know, high school is definitely a time full of new experiences and finding out who you really are. And... As we all know, and I know personally, that a lot of mistakes are made along the way. In today's world especially, I feel like it's kind of become like a staple at parties and get-togethers to supply alcohol and 
like as a party favor almost and drugs too. Um, it is a known fact that each year on average, one third of car crashes are caused by drunk driving. And actually this one third is um, the fatal portion. So of that one third, like all of them are fatal. So it's just a really serious thing. And I, I'm not your mom and I'm not here to talk to you guys about how alcohol is bad and I'm not here to tell you not to drink it. I know that many of you guys will not listen. So I just, I just wanted to share the effects of it on your body and long-term health. Um, also, um, I thought it would be kind of useful for you guys to later share some tips of what to do if ever in the situation of underage drinking or drug abuse. Um, so if you want to know about that, continue listening. <laughs> um, first of all, I just wanted, um, I just know that you guys have probably heard about how alcohol is known as the gateway drug. And as cliche as it seems, I would have to agree. Um, alcohol desensitizes you into doing things you would never do. For example, driving under the influence. Clearly, if you were sober and didn't have a couple of drinks, like in heard of someone driving while under the influence, you would just think they're like really dumb for doing that and you would just judge them. But it just really just takes you over. Um, sorry <laughs> although it's perceived as fun it's just better to overall for everyone all other drivers and even yourself to just save it for whenever you're of age what you as a teenager have to decide is whether or not one night of getting drunk and party partying is potentially worth getting hurt expelled or suspended from school and even arrested and above all you could really end someone's life by getting behind the wheel over time, alcohol can deconstruct you health-wise and as a person. Health-wise, alcohol is taken, or like if it's taken a lot over time or too much at once, it can cause injuries to your heart, like um, drooping of the muscle, um, irregular heartbeat and high blood pressure, and it can even cause a stroke. It can cause alcoholic fibrosis of the liver, pancreatitis, um, cancers of the mouth, breast, liver, esophagus, and throat. Like you're putting yourself at risk like a lot if you just don't handle yourself whenever you're in a situation that involves alcohol. As a person, you can really begin to rely and depend on alcohol to get you through your day. And like some people, if they keep on like taking it at high quantities and they rely on it, it they can't go to sleep. Like it's hard for people to sleep if they haven't taken a few drinks and like have like are buzzed at all or maybe even drunk. Like it's a really serious thing. And even like if you consider it like if you keep on taking it is you can only consider it as something to turn to whenever you're upset um so i but it's just you just i mean i'm just saying you should probably stay away from it especially if you're underage but you can do you um moving on to drug abuse i just wanted to quickly go over the consequences of marijuana just because it's really the most common drug that circulates through high school um, the, the possession of marijuana can result in school expulsion and end up to 20 years in prison. And you can say goodbye to college and hello to literally any low quality job you are lucky enough to get because you have to think from the point of view of an employer. Like, would you really want the people you've hired to come into work and you have to be worried about whether or not they're high or under the influence of every anything? Like, that's what's going through your mind. Um, when it comes to really any illegal substance, just stay away. It's not worth the punishment that it's like at stake. And lastly, I know that as a teenager, it's really important to like feel um, like accepted in high school to like get through it. And I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just if you ever find yourself at a party that like includes underage drinking and illegal substances. I just wanted to share some tips to get you through the night um, because really at a lot of parties that you'll find yourself at there, you would honestly be surprised at the, the things that kids are doing there. Um, anyone like anyone can easily spike your drink or slip something into your beverage so my first tip would be to always make like keep track of your drink don't put it down and like take your eyes off of it and then pick it back up you honestly never know and I know that's like really it might sound weird but it, it could really happen um also you should always watch your drink being made if you're of age um and just always keep your eye on it 
Um, and if you're worried about like fitting in and not seeing seeming lame or anything, just use the same cup as everyone else, like a red solo cup, for example, like just put soda in it. I know that is all very alarming and scary to be around and truthfully. The best thing to do in any situation involving substance abuse is to leave immediately. Like if you're at a party and you see that other kids are, you know, like drinking and, you know, partying in a bad way, then honestly, you should call your parents. But today's show is about safety. And I feel like it's most beneficial to you guys to be realistic and just prepare you for a real life experience that you definitely will have before you graduate. Or, I mean, after you graduate, that could happen too. So <laughs> I hope I opened some of your eyes today and helped you all in some way. And no matter what, stay safe in whatever you choose to do. Thank you so much, Nicole, for sharing this great segment with us. Um, safety, and especially safety with illegal substances, is always something important and pre prevalent in our culture. So have you ever been in one of these situations that you've described today? I actually have. I remember, like, I, I'm a junior now, and whenever I went to my first party, I, it was last summer, so the summer before my sophomore year, and I remember going to my first party and just being shocked by what was going on there. I remember walking in and just seeing the most, like, I, I have always been really, um, I've always been very, like, introverted and very like conservative and I just remember thinking wow like is this really happening am I really seeing these kids drinking like am I really seeing kids like smoking it's just it, it, yeah I panicked and I like called my mom but you don't have to do that if you don't want to <laughs> so what would you suggest that someone do in order to turn down drugs like marijuana if they're at a party and don't want to seem like they don't fit in well I mean whenever it was actually that same party um like I don't party a lot or anything like that but um that same party there was there were drugs there and well I mean just marijuana they weren't like meth or anything but um sorry <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I actually did. I have been offered, like, whenever you're in high school, you would be surprised at the amount of times you will be offered to, like, smoke and stuff like that. But the honestly, people, especially in high school, I mean, like, if they judge you for, like, turning that down, just leave. Like, there's clearly not a party you want to be at. But every single time I've ever turned it down, like, I have never been, like, pressured into it at all. But I know that a lot of kids are. So... Yeah, I know my friend who is a year older than me. She's now at college and she grew up in a very like conservative household and she kind of lost control in college. And so it's always important to know your limit and to know what you're comfortable with as well as what you should be doing. And thank exactly. you so much for sharing all of this today. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone, Bruce Solstein, Cornelia Sana, and thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Claire Durant. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Watch our fun videos at at youtube.com slash be the star you are to meet many of our volunteers and outreach programs until next week remember be safe be kind and be here speak up speak out and express yourself thanks for joining us this week on express yourself produced by star style productions llc as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity for more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.